Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. And this morning we're going to wrap up our series called Rhythms, Finding Rest for Your Soul. So as we do that, I'm going to start with a question. And here's your question this morning. What are some ways that you like to rest? In the shade, you know, in a hammock, you know, kind of gently moving in the breeze. Maybe somebody like to go fishing or something like that. It's peaceful. It's quiet. I mean, there's a lot of ways that you might like to rest. Some of us like to rest by, you know, being with family and, and friends, you know, maybe going to a ball game, you know, it's kind of relaxing to do that. Others of us like to do things, you know, maybe with our hands, you like to build something or like to garden. Some of us like to, you know, have solitude. I like a little bit of all of that. And one of the ways I, I like to rest, my family was giving me a hard time. We were at a family wedding, so I get up every morning and I went for a walk and then I go for a run. And they're like, why are you doing that? You're on vacation because I find it restful. Plus, I'm in the mountains and I love Nebraska. But growing up in Arizona and going to northern Arizona to go camping in the summertime, when I'm in the mountains, I'm going to suck up every single moment of breathing in that mountain air. And so when you're running, you're breathing in a lot more mountain air, especially at 6,000 plus feet elevation. I'm running up that mountain going, this is great. This is beautiful. Breathing in that air. You know, and I find this so, so restful. You think about breath. Breath is so important as you breathe in and find rest. As we kicked off the series last week, we took a look at Jesus' words from Matthew 11, where Jesus says, Come to me, all of you who are weary, and depending on the translation, you have heavy burden, overwhelmed, and find rest in me. You know, my yoke, my yoke, my burden is easy. My yoke is light. He yokes with us. And we focus on, on these, these words right here, this thought right here from last week. So just a reminder for you. We said these words here. Go to Jesus, find rest. So one of the challenges you had was, how are you going to maybe find rest in Jesus this week? Because when we talk about physical rest and maybe some emotional, mental rest, we also talk about that spiritual rest. And, and we're all kind of wrapped up, you know, as, as a being. We're not just, you know, three separate things. We are physical, mental, and spiritual beings. And we ultimately find rest in Jesus at his invitation. His invitation that we know is guaranteed because he gave his life for us at the cross. Because he's risen from the grave. In him, there is invitation. And this invitation of grace and love to find rest. And so we're going to dig a little deeper in this as you know, we take a look at Paul's words. And this is the thought we're going to land on today. The thought is this word here. God is the oxygen for your soul. Think about that just for a moment. You know, as I'm running up the mountain and thinking, why am I running you know, three-quarters of a mile up a mountain underneath the ski lift. And I'm breathing and sucking in air. You know, and it just makes me think, you know, what it is when we, you know, try to find rest in God. You know, we breathe in. You know, God gives, just as, you know, breathing in gives oxygen to our body. So, you know, breathing in God, and not in some mystical way, but, you know, that God brings that oxygen, that spiritual oxygen to our soul. It gives us, He gives us life. Not just physical life. A spiritual life. And we just had a baptism. 
you know, and we talk about a baptism. We, we talk about the role of the Holy Spirit working in baptism and working in our lives and working in your life. God is the oxygen for your soul because without God, guess what your soul is? If you don't know, guess what you are without oxygen? Dead. And you think about it, you know, breath is one of the first signs of life for us as we come out and we maybe get that little squat or whatever to, and you know, ah, you know, and it's the last thing we do as we breathe our last breath. And the life we live with God, God feeds our soul, much like oxygen feeds, you know, our body, feeds our lungs and our heart and our brain. Let's take a word here. We're going to focus on, this is a really short reading, I know, but a very focused reading. We're going to focus on this one verse of this text. 1 Thessalonians 5, 17 says these words, and read these words with me. Never stop praying. And you might know a different translation that says, you know, pray without what? Without ceasing. Yeah. Never stop praying. So you think about prayer. we got an image up here. Often we think about prayer, you know, your hands are folded. Maybe you got your Bible there, and you're praying. And you think about praying. I don't know about you. You know, I don't pray like this all the time. I did when I was running up the mountain, though. That's, that's why I fell. I did. I fell going running up the mountain. I biffed it pretty good. I wish I could say I did that. I don't know what happened. But rocks grabbed my feet and took me down. Now, when we pray without ceasing, Paul is not saying, look, you've got to fold your hands, bow your head, close your eyes, and be, you know, rumbling through words every single moment. Because if you did that, you know, you are going to run into things. You're not going to be able to drive. You will do like I did. You will run and fall down. Or maybe you won't run. Maybe you'll just walk. But you will fall down. But what is Paul driving at? You know, what does he mean when he says pray without ceasing? Because, you know, as, as we talk about prayer, prayer is that conversation with God. And God is the oxygen for our souls. So in a sense, you know, that conversation with God is you know, breathing in you know, who he is. His love, his presence with us in the Holy Spirit and his Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And what does it mean when we think about praying and praying without ceasing? You think about this world that we live in, a world that is full of, of distractions, full of frustrations and, and worries, and our minds get to spinning and going and craziness happens. Like this next image here. I don't know if any of you ever feel like this here. We just have so many thoughts, so many worries, so many doubts. And you know, you're trying to think about praying sometimes. Anyone ever have a brain that looks like, am I the only one that's got a brain that looks like that? I can tell you about one o'clock yesterday afternoon when they said, your flights are delayed and you're going to miss your second flight. And that's the way my brain was like, ah. But so many times, you know, there are those moments when we feel that, whether it's, you know, raising our kids or caring for our aging parents, whether it's looking at our finances and then, and the money that's dwindling in the checking account, whether it's thinking about our health or the health of a loved one, or reading and watching the news, which by the way, last week, you know, I said you should like just take a break from the news. I did that for the whole last week. I haven't watched any news. It's been great. I have no idea what's going on, but my much more peaceful. But you think about praying without ceasing, and Paul talks about praying, and we talk about finding rest in Jesus, yet our minds are often go because again, there's so many things that are going on in our lives. And if you don't have a moment like this right now, the likelihood is you have and you will unless you're not breathing. Pray without ceasing. 
again, you know, we hear these, these words and reflect on what this means for us. God is the oxygen of your soul. When Jesus invites us to find rest in him, it is an invitation of grace, of love, of mercy. It's the promise of a God who is with you no matter what's going on in your world right now, no matter what thoughts are spinning in your head, no matter the worries, the doubts, or frustrations, no matter the sins you're struggling with, no matter how you may feel overwhelmed, overworked, tired, exhausted, maybe refreshed and renewed, <coughs> Jesus is with you. It's the words we heard at the beginning. We talked about baptism. And Jesus says, I am with you always. Always he is with you. And he's always there listening, even if we are not verbalizing our prayers. But there are ways we can practice prayer. I mean, a lot of us have a practice of prayer. I mean, how many of you take your hands like this when you pray and you fold your hands? A few of you. Sometimes... Anyone pray like, I'm not going to do this really loud. Anyone pray like this? Sometimes, I do that sometimes. I'll be honest. Not very hard because I learned early on that that leaves a bruise in your forehead. You know, um, sometimes when we pray in places like church, when we come here, we pray as a big group, or we pray in small Bible visit groups, we pray with family. As, as we pray, you know, when Paul says pray without ceasing, it's more than just like we're going to be praying every single moment, but we know that prayer becomes a natural part of our life, much like breathing becomes natural for us to have life. It's a way that God becomes that oxygen for our soul. And so we pray. Now, there... Part of what we talk about here at Holy Savior is growing in Jesus and sharing his love. And as we, we grow in Jesus, um, one of the ways we can grow in Jesus is growing in our prayer life. And whether your prayer life is regular and consistent, whether your prayer life is sporadic, and maybe it's only at the moments when you're in a crisis. That was my prayer as I was going down to the ground. Dear God, dear God, please don't. Thankfully, I just walked away with some bloody fingers. Bloody fingers, new broken phone, like it's a week old. It worked. And a missing wallet, which somebody turned in. Which is another, oh, dark God, I've been traveling. I need my wallet. Thankfully. It's there. God answered the prayers. The question for us is this. the same question we had from last week. The question is, what are some practices you can try this week to remind yourself to rest in Jesus, especially when you think about prayer? And again, you may already have some prayers, some rhythms that work really well for you. I'm going to suggest one that maybe, maybe you tried, maybe this would be completely new for you. And, and this is really, this is an ancient practice from our ancient Christian, you know, early church uh, fathers and mothers. It's called breath prayer. Anyone ever heard of breath prayer before? So breath prayer, okay, breath, again, God is a What? Oxygen for our souls, for your soul. So breath prayer was a practice uh, of breathing in and then breathing out. But as you breathed in, you, you would either verbalize or mentally say some words. Like you could say, you know, when I first learned to do this a number of years ago, I learned it, you know, with the ancient Kyrie. And so I'd breathe in. And I'd breathe in and I'd say, Lord... 
I breathe out. Have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Now, what's really cool about that, and what the ancient church fathers and mothers didn't know, yet experienced, that we now know a lot more because of medical science, how breathing really can affect us. I mean, if you've ever, you know, had someone, you know, talk to you or watched a video, had some training on breathing, you're like 12 minutes of, of, of just really slow breathing you can take that sense of anxiety and stress and bring it down. You know, again, reveal too much. Running up the mountain, I was out of breath. When I first fell down, I'm like, <gasps> but then I like, just got to calm down, check myself out. I'm not dead. I'm still breathing. I'm bleeding, but I'm breathing. You know, and it begins to slow the heart down and slow the mind down. Usually, like, again, medical science says 12 minutes. So I'm going to give you a challenge to try this. And in a breath prayer, you know, you, you could do a number of things. You could say something like, breathe in and say, Abba. And then breathe out and say, I am your child. So let's, let's do that right now. Let's practice that right now. Just so you can practice. If you don't practice, I'm not going to point you out. But just let's, let's try the Abba. So you're going to breathe in, and you can verbalize if you want. You can just mentally say it. You can breathe in and say Abba, and then you're going to breathe out and say, I am your child. All right, let's try this. Abba, I am your child. Let's do it one more time. Abba, I am your child. You know, and again, doing this rhythmic breathing has a lot of great medical science things behind it that helps us understand dealing with a stressful moment of how that can calm us down. But then we wrap God fully into our lives to the very moment we have to breathe in and know that you are God's child, that he loves you, that he is with you, and his invitation to you in Jesus is to find that rest in him. So I'll challenge you this week. You know, I can tell you I'm traveling. I will have some moments here in the next 24, 28, 48. Depends on how, if I get to where I'm supposed to be on time, where I'm going to pray for safe travel. I'm going to pray for you while I travel. But practice that. Try new ways of practicing prayer so that one is not the same old routine again and again, but ways that kind of shake things up, much like you might do when you exercise or you go running, not up a mountain. I'm not going to do that ever again. Um, Running and taking a different route or a different pace to breathe in and know that God is God. To breathe in and say, be still, my soul. Let's pray. Lord God, we thank you that you invite us to find rest in you. Lord, if we are honest, most of us so often in our lives feel worn out physically, relationally, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. We need that rest. Yet we often don't allow ourselves to rest in you. Either because we feel ashamed, because we don't think we are valued enough, worthy enough to find rest in you. Yet, Lord, you continually invite us to find rest in you. 
Lord, our prayer is that you would help us to find practices, rhythms that help us find that rest in you, that you become that oxygen for our soul. Lord, no matter what we may experience in life, it may not go away, but we're certain in the midst of everything, you are with us. And in the midst of everything, we find rest in you. We pray this, Jesus, in your name. Amen. This time we come before God to confess our sins. As we do that, we bring all those sins, all those things before God, and we lay that before him, knowing and trusting that in Jesus, he has paid the price for that sin. And his promise is the forgiveness of every sin. We confess together. Loving God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart, and we have failed to fulfill your desire for us to love one another. We have not followed the path you've given us, choosing instead to follow our own. We have broken relationships, we chase consumer desires, and we treat others as less than human. We have not loved our neighbors or always heard the cries and the needy, the poor, and the oppressed. Forgive us, Lord, and renew us in your love by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We hear God's promise, His grace, His mercy, and His love. God's goodness is not exclusive. He showers love and compassion on all His creation. Through Jesus, God's mercy and grace extends to you. All of your sins are forgiven. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.